Newsweek presents The Debate with Andrew Tolman. Everything 100% of the time, 24 hours a day, is a negotiation. Ellis Hennigan. None of us have fallen for the notion that this is conservative. Amani Wells on Yoha. I'm completely fed up with whether it's politicized or not. And Jeff Charles. That distracts us from actually rolling up our sleeves. The Debate starts now. So, Andrew, I know you come to New York from time to time from that uh, panhandle of Florida where uh, people go to the beach and the car is king. They're out there cruising around in their cars all day long. But once in a while, every now and then you have to come up to the big city, I know, and tend to your big time media career. Do me a favor. The next time you come, don't drive into the middle of Manhattan. I mean, all the rest of you all know this. I know, Amani, you from in, in Dallas, I'm sure, had the same experience. But these are very congested cities. We have something here called gridlock, where there's so many cars on the street, you can't even move. We have pollution issues and congestion issues. And the city of New York, in response to that, after years of discussion, is on the way to creating America's first example of congestion pricing, congestion pricing. And that's the idea. It's a toll, but it's not a toll on a bridge or a, or, or a tunnel or even a highway. It's a toll that will be applied to anyone who drives an automobile south of 60th Street in Manhattan, which is midtown and downtown Manhattan, the most congested parts of the most congested city in America. And let me tell you, the people in the suburbs are going crazy about it. They want to drive their cars in here. They want to create more gridlock and more pollution. And they are going into court and filing lawsuits about it. They are debating. Their politicians are saying how unfair this is to them. They say that they have a right to drive their cars in here without being uh, forced to, to pay these tolls, which uh, the numbers have not yet been set, by the way, but they're, they're not going to be cheap. It could be up to $23 for coming in in the middle of rush hour, maybe a, a little bit cheaper if you did it in an off time. But it is set in motion a passionate debate that pits the automobile against mass transit, against pedestrians, and the question of whether a city, a big crowded city, ought to have the right to charge anybody who wants to come around and drive in it. Amani, you want to start with us from Dallas? How does this stuff Oh, sure. Drag me in with the panhandle and go to one. That's fine. I'll wait. I'm, 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 I'll pause. You, I'm cool. I'm cool. I can chill out. I want you to be thinking about that, Andrew. So I read the story and I I see all the sides. This is a true thing where I see everybody's problem with it. I have to do a lot of business in New York. And let me tell you, I hate getting in the car in that city because it will take you one hour to get one mile up the road. I think that is absurd. But at the same time, when I'm thinking about the suburban people who do have to come into the city to work, although there are other modes of transportation, I could see in some instances why that particularly the price of the tax may be hard for certain people in their for their families, for their lifestyle and taking that money away from whatever was already allocated towards to go into that poll. But I think that's intentional. That's the point, because it's going to get people to take public transit more. And the whole goal is that they invest that money from the poll into the infrastructure of public transit. So. I can see why it's going to be beneficial. I see why it's going to rub certain people the wrong way. But this might be one of the things where good plan is going to be a heavy tax, but it ultimately may be the most beneficial for the environment and for the city at large. So, so Jeff, before we get to Andrew's cruising lifestyle, how does it strike you? 
Yeah, it's, it strikes me as a highway robbery. <laughs> it strikes me as <laughs> just another big bridgeway robbery. Robbery. Yeah, and, you know, I'm, I'm here in Austin, Texas. We have a lot of traffic too. I'm originally yeah. from LA, so I, I understand the frustrations with, with traffic uh, most definitely. I but it's it with uh, you guys know me with any government program, I'm going to be leery about it, right? So to me, it doesn't really make as much sense when I'm, especially when I'm thinking about the people that it will impact. Uh, namely the people who are more lower income. That's going to affect really a lot of blacks and Hispanics who aren't going to may, maybe have the wherewithal to take public transportation, but they don't want to be able to, they want to pay 27 or $17 either. That's going to, to cause an issue. I mean, that's why the state of New Jersey is suing New York City. That's one of the reasons why, because a lot of people from New Jersey, they commute in through that area so that they can go to their jobs. What is the impact going to be on the small businesses in that lower Manhattan area? If you have a restaurant or a retail store, that's going to discourage some people from showing up to visit your business. That's going to de- decrease foot traffic. And at the same time, if they do put that toll into, into place here in Texas, we've got toll roads and a lot of us find other ways around them. How do we know that that traffic isn't just going to be moved to a different area of, of, of the city where people will take detours to get into work so they can avoid those tolls? That's going to happen. So do you have to set up congestion pricing on, on, on all entries into the city? I mean, how, how do you really implement something like this without doing more harm than good? Good point. Can Good I can point. I can, can right, I come man. in now, Ellis? You ready? Revving up the <laughs> Okay. So I teach you up, Andrew. Yeah, and I appreciate that. So so first of all, let me say, uh, if I go to New York, I'm definitely not driving. I would never dream of bringing my oh, car into the city. I would goodness. not do it that way, uh, just because uh, I know I am a kind of person who hates to sit in traffic of any kind. And uh, though I understand the idea that you're never in traffic, you are traffic, right? Everybody in traffic is the traffic, right? Uh, I don't want to create the problem, and I don't want to suffer from the problem so you know we're we're using mass transit i have no problem using mass transit uh i still love my car okay i you know we went to dc and we took a car and it sucked <laughs> i mean you know the parking is horrendous and all that but 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 so you know philosophically ellis uh though i'm from a land of freedom in florida um i understand that sometimes you have to give up your freedom to enjoy the appeal of the big city that said what I don't understand about this proposal is, I mean, why stop at congestion pricing? I mean, a nice big wall with some guards and uh, some barbed wire <laughs> and some canine patrols. You know, let's keep out the plantation riffraff from New Jersey and let's make sure that we keep the nice secluded, gated community of Manhattan pure for those of us who can afford it. I just don't know why they stopped at such meager means and methods as $23. Make it a thousand dollars a day. Put up a wall. Solve the problem, baby. These halfway measures are just terrible. It's one of those things where New York, Manhattan particularly, has always been a super busy, busy city. It's kind of how it was built. It's literally an island. So it's like, where else are the people going to go? They have to go through the city, like you were saying, Jeff, to work. So that was one of the main concerns. And I am sick to death of tolls. Texas, Dallas North Tollway costs so much money. It is ridiculous. And nobody wants to pay that. So I understand the idea of maybe putting some sort of measure in place to help with the congestion. But like you're saying, why well, I got to be $26? That's that's outrageous. <laughs> like, 
Every single time you go through, you got to pay that $26 or $17 week hours. Yeah, and that adds up like $26 a day. That's probably what you were going to spend on your food. So you got to take your food money, your lunch money, your dinner money, whatever money allocated towards just getting in and out of here. And is there going to be some sort of credit? Do you get a gas card in the mail? Do you get to claim this on your taxes? How are we going to balance it out? (laughs) Oh, I feel so bad for those poor drivers. Let me defend mass transit a second. Okay. I mean, I listen, I get it. If you're out in the middle of Montana, it probably doesn't make sense to expect the subway to show up. But when you live in a city where people live right on top of each other, they spend a lot of money and compete in a lot of all kind of ways in order to do that. The city only works if you have a mass transit system. There is no way to get all those uh, workers who need to be in the middle of New York to their desks and students to their schools and families on their business if everybody drove an automobile. Right. I mean, it just there's just not enough room on the on the roads to do that. It seems to me that we don't do a very good job in our society uh, asking that drivers pay for the demands that they put on the rest of people. Right. We provide them uh, subsidized interstates. We give them free parking everywhere. I think the country is on the verge of beginning to recognize the many costs of the automobile. Excuse me. And who pays for those highways? Ain't no free parking now, (laughs) Ellis. Well, my goodness. I mean, yes, some of them are paid for by by people. But why? In in my city, I only I only park for free in my city. Uh, And there's a lot of opportunity to pay, but I never pay for parking. You have a right. You think you have a right to that free parking, don't you? I do. And I get angry. I get angry when they turn my free space into a paid space. It drives me up the wall. Absolutely. But Ellis, let me let me let me say something you're not expecting, Uh, though. I am generally an opponent of mass transit because I think that it is an inefficient thing. And, uh, you know, it's basically subsidizing a service that people believe in philosophically that the consumer doesn't want enough. But in big cities, it absolutely makes sense in places where the congestion is that dramatic. The one person driving in the car is an insane model of transporting Mm -hmm. people from home to work in order to do work. I agree. But here's one of the problems I have with this is, you know, they've, I assume, for years been trying to tell people, you know, carpool, commute, do, do you know, do mass transit, yeah, whatever. But yeah. they have built an economy on the idea of people coming to work from New Jersey, presumably because it's far more affordable to live in New Jersey and work in the city. And they've created that economy. So businesses depend on that. The people who are employed in that depend on it. And now all of a sudden, you're just going to jump in and put this, I think, philosophically, this toll wall up. That is going to, as Jeff said, harm the businesses that employ those people and definitely harm the people who are uh, wanting to come in for work. That, that's my problem. I get I get the idea that this is not just a transaction where you're trying to make them pay their share. You're trying to punish them out of their cars. You're trying to scare that them is, off. That is correct. The point is, is to make that, it outrageous, of course, because you want to get them out of their cars. Yes, that's the, that is really the, 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 the good news in New York, however, and this, this is not so true and certainly not in my hometown of New Orleans or many places in America. There is an option. There is a good option. I mean, there is a fantastic mass transit system in New York. Uh, the New York the City subway is great. The commuter rails are great from New Jersey. I know we we're all feeling so bad about these poor Jersey commuters, but they, they have wonderful Jersey transit trains. They have the PATH train system. They have ferries. They have express buses. There are a million ways to get safely, quickly, and inexpensively from New Jersey into the center of Manhattan. And the one bad way is to drive your automobile. 
where does the money go? Like, is it this? This is a question I had is because it seems to me like if it's just the fine to discourage the behavior. I mean, I can I I can see the rationale. I don't love that. But it seemed to me Mm -hmm. the better argument would be something like this. We're going to use this money to create an even better public transit model. Exactly. Or or, I mean, I don't know if it's possible. More parking, more capacity, you know, but the money's not just a penalty to discourage. It's actually in order to facilitate transportation somehow or other, in which case I'm, you know, I'm a little bit more open to the idea. You're Good. not, you're, you know, that because at least you're using the money to solve the problem instead of, uh, you know, I don't know, using the money to pay for, uh, you know, street sweepers or something that's sort of unrelated. Mm-hmm. Jeff, have we convinced you? No, no, not, not yet. I mean, and, uh, you know, I'm not really a fan of mass transport anyway, but I, I have used it. I mean, I used it when I was younger and when I was in L.A., and uh, there are parts of it that were fine. Like the train part was fine. The buses and the subways sucked. There was puke on them. I mean, it, it was nasty. I know people complain about the transportation system in New York. People, crazy people getting violent and stuff like that. I mean, and I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not really into public transportation anyway, but I get it. This is the world that we live in. So, but my thing is, I think that this is going to have some negative unintended, unintended consequences and the payoff isn't going to be enough to really uh, uh, make up for that. Is it a violation of Imani, interstate the next commerce? Time you come, you taking the train. Um, no, I always bully Z uh, into Ubering, <laughs> so I'm sorry. Oh, good. Well, that's all right. That's, that's it, so let me let me. I, think Ellis, Ellis, I do have another just a question. Do you, oh, yeah, do you sure. feel like this is a violation of interstate commerce in any way because it is between New Jersey and New York and? You know, it kind of the open, free transportation model that our United States are built on, like, you know, Florida can't put up a toll station just because we don't like Atlanta drivers to charge them when they cross over the border. That's kind of how it read to me, too, was it if it were within New York, it would seem less problematic than particularly because it seems to be New York versus New Jersey. Did you read any problem from that side of it? Yeah. In the panhandle, you guys just do speed traps, right? (laughs) Not for a long time. How dare you? (laughs) Yeah. You know, I I don't I'm not an expert on the Commerce Clause. I, I, I believe there's toll roads and bridges and tunnels all over the place. Somehow or another, they've made their their peace with them. Here's the here's the only thing I would leave on all of this. And, and I find this on a lot of issues. And I wonder if you guys are noticing the same thing. It really depends on where you are to some extent. I mean, I think gun laws make a whole lot more sense in a city like New York than they do on the range in Wyoming. And I think that uh, congestion pricing probably makes a whole lot more sense where you got a whole bunch of traffic than they do where there's not a car for miles around. It's one of the challenges of having a big, diverse country where people live in a lot of different ways, needs are different, laws are different, the politics are different, and it's it's both the plus and the minus of our big, diverse nation, I suppose. How about that? If you would like to be a part of the debate, email us. The debate at newsweek.com. Have you ever wondered how to say good morning in Italian? Or what is goodbye in French? You can ask Alexa. Just say, what is happy birthday in German? Or how do you say hello in Japanese? Do you want to know how to say I love you in Spanish? Ask Alexa and start learning a new language today.